Today, the podcast is brought to you by BigNightShop.com. We are having a huge Big Night Fall merch sale. 20% off all merch, all the venues, DJs, podcasts, even the card vault that just opened up, beanies, hoodies, dad hats, mugs, anything to fuel your fall merch needs, you should use the code FALL20. F-A-L-L-2-0. Go to the website, bignightshop.com and order now because the sale ends on November 19th. Hello and welcome to Eat the Damn Cake. I'm Carly. I'm Maddie. And we are at episode 50. Are we? Yes. It is episode 50, right? Yeah. That's Holy cool. shit. We are Eat the Damn Cake podcast, by the way. <laughs> I said that. Welcome to Eat the Damn Cake. Did you? Yeah. Oh. I don't know where my brain's at today. Um, it ain't here. 52 weeks in a year, so we are almost at our year anniversary. We've hit it. It was in mid of, mid-October. Well, no. I mean like a year of podcasts because... We might have hit the day that we started recording, but we also didn't launch two of the first podcasts and we've taken weeks off. So if you sum up all of the weeks of our podcast so far. Got it. Two more weeks. Yeah. That's crazy. If I sound a little hoarse to you today, um, I'm a little phlegmy. A little phlegmy. I got a little cold going on. You're a little hoarse? A little hoarse. <laughs> I'm a little hoarse. I'm a little baby pony. Um, no, but I am a little phlegmy. I have a cold. And it sucks. And I forgot what it's like to like be sick, but you know what I mean? Like I haven't been sick in years. Yeah. Because our immune systems were like uh, babied for the past two years, like wearing masks all the time. And so now I like got hit pretty freaking hard with a cold and it sucks. Yeah. Colds are not the best, but if this is your first time listening, by the way. <laughs> um, I'm Carly. She's Maddie. You already said that. <laughs> you know what? It's fine. We are a health at all sizes podcast and also trying to make the fitness industry more inclusive. So we'll talk about fitness trends. We'll talk about diet trends and diet culture and how toxic it is, as well as just a little bit of everything. We talk about a lot of our, our personal, lives. personal lives. <laughs> so yeah. basically we say it's a lifestyle podcast, AKA our lives on a podcast. Yeah. Speaking of which last week, we talked about how Nick left a jar of pickles on the counter just for fun, expired pickles. And if you don't understand the reference, just go to last week's episode. Nick never, never, ever listens. When I tell you, I asked him like right when we first started recording, I was like, it means a lot to me if you listen to our podcast. And now we're at episode 50. And I think he's probably listened to a handful, like yeah. maybe five or six. He, he walks in the door last Tuesday after it came out and he's like, so I, I had to give it a listen. Cause I heard there was a lot of slander going on. I'm like, Oh, that's funny. Who told you that? He's like, well, I'm not going to reveal my source. He was like, but I'm, I gave it a listen. He's like, way to expose me. And I was like, it was weird. What you did was weird. <laughs> like you who exposed him. I don't know. I still don't know who told him. Wow. But he did see that I posted a photo of the jar of pickles on Eat the Damn Cake <laughs> and he DM'd Eat the Damn Cake and was like, throw them away. And I was like, I already did. But like, I couldn't handle it. I know yeah. I said I was going to leave them, but I promise you all, if I hadn't posted that picture, they would have sat there for a week. Yeah, they would At least. Yeah. Like, 
And he was like, I didn't put them behind the paper towel roll. And I promise you the photo, you can explicitly see the paper towels in front of it. So we got our first, li- our first most recent listen from Nick. So I guess Yay. I need to censor what I say now. Yes. About, yeah. <laughs> about him. My dad like said to Joe, he's like, did you listen to Carly's uh, or the episode last <laughs> week? And, my, and Joe was like, no, why? My dad's like, I don't think she was very happy with you. <laughs> yeah. Last week there's a lot of Joe slander. Too. There was. Yeah. Every, every breath Carly was like, you know what? And, <laughs> and he did this. And he did that. I'm one of those people. And I was actually saying this yesterday to Joe. Cause I was ranting about something literally unrelated to my life. But once I get it off my chest and I'm like, say everything that's on my mind that could possibly be said, then I'm done. But I just, I need to do that first. And then I won't think about it and I won't bring it up ever again. I just need to let it all out for like a solid half hour to 45 minutes Interesting. and then just pull back and I'm good the rest of the day. And then I don't think about it, but that's just how I am. So that 45 minutes last week that I did that about Joe it was great. <laughs> we just had to do it to everyone it was, on the It podcast. was my rant, and then it's it's over. So that's good. Um, yeah, but like last night though, at dinner there was a lot of Carly slander, and I went into a full blown crying fit. Okay, at there dinner. wasn't Carly slander. There you was. set yourself up for it though. In our defense, it wasn't like slander. We were like all poking fun at each other as we all do because we're family. At each other, they were all poking fun at me, but I was V-sensitive because my eyes were already watering because I have a cold. And then all of a sudden I just went into (laughs) full blown. No, they're they're watering now. Like I, when my nose gets like But there's a difference between crying and your eyes watering. (laughs) No, when my eyes start watering, it's easy for me to go into a full blown sob. And last night at dinner, that happened and I was full blown sobbing. I already erased it from my mind because it was so weird (laughs) what happened at dinner last night that I was like I honestly am not kidding when I was like oh what happened this weekend what was funny I erased it I was like the trauma I have to erase that and nothing happened to her it was all all me me Nick and Joe and dad were all sitting there like (laughs) should we get up it was over it was over something so stupid i was literally saying so duke this all this all goes back to yesterday (laughs) yesterday morning joe and i were walking duke and he was running around with another dog and the other dog was playing a little aggressively and trying to bite him like nip at him while they were running and duke wasn't looking ahead and he was looking back at the dog because it was like kind of nipping and Duke ran into a tree full speed. He like bodied the tree. Like, like wrapped his body around the tree. And he yelped. And then he started walking towards me. And like I put my arms around him and he like was crying and laid down in my arms. Obviously, I'm a fucking mess. Like in hysterics in the park. Like, is he okay? <laughs> and I look up at Joe and I go, Do you think he has internal bleeding? And Joe is literally like, Carly, let's Carly's go. Carly's standing there. <laughs> Joe's standing next to Carly, who's sobbing in the middle of a dog park in front of other owners, I'm sure. No, no, that oh, I was already laughed. Us, yeah. So Carly texts the family group chat, and I'll let you finish. I just want to say my perspective after this happened. She texts the group chat, and she goes, oh, my God. I almost said Joe just ran into a tree. <laughs> Duke ran into a tree, like, is he okay? I, I'm worried he has internal bleeding. And I'm like, 
I'm sure he's fine. He's literally wrapped his whole half of his body around our fence before <laughs> just playing fetch. I'm like, he has a rib cage for a reason. Like he's fine. And then I went and Googled internal bleeding symptoms, <laughs> screenshotted them and said, look out for these if you're that worried. And then I got home and like nothing was, I, it, we moved on basically. And Carly was retelling the story to me. She's like, yeah, I couldn't stop crying. And I didn't say anything. I'm like, oh my God, this bitch was sobbing in the dog park. (laughs) Yeah. It's like when I think mothers would understand when their child's hurt. Maddie, don't do that. He's my child. (laughs) Like. So basically at dinner, I was recapping the story and saying how I was worried that he had internal bleeding. And I was like, if anything happened to him, I would feel like a bad mother. Like it would, it would eat away at me. If anything at one and a half years old to Duke, like happened to him, like it would make me devastated. And then, and so then everyone's like, Carly, you're fine. Like you're well, fine. And I just start crying. Said, Carly, like that's dramatic well, no we me and mom both said it's not it wouldn't be your fault if something happened to him when he was running with another dog and then that's when carly literally <laughs> is sitting there like with her hands up by her eyes and they're welling up and we're like um and she's like i can't even think about it and literally <laughs> bursts into a full-blown sob not like literally no like sobbing like and then joe is like uncomfortable because he doesn't like emotion me and nick are nervous laughing like cringing (laughs) my mom starts crying because oh my god it was i look at my mom she's like you're gonna get me going and i'm like "Mm, what and my dad is just sitting at the end of the end of the table like carly if you Joe also goes, you know what her solution to this is? She's going to clone Duke. Because we were like, you shouldn't have gotten a dog because unfortunately dogs don't have the same lifespan as humans. We all knew this. And Carly pretty much adopted a dog thinking, oh dog, they live forever. Yeah, I'm going to clone him. (laughs) It was, you guys. I'm going to clone him because he is the best thing that's oh ever happened God. to me. And I can't imagine a life without him. So, so we had two people full blown sobbing at the dinner table last <laughs> night over a hypothetical <laughs> situation. Duke was completely fine. And he was walking around like, what the fuck is going on? Why is everybody crying? And like everyone's like, Duke, go console mommy. And he's literally like, why is she in a full blown sob? I'm standing right here. Like, <laughs> That oh my god! As I said before, I fully erased it from my memory because I did not know what to do in that circumstance. Maddie's never been more uncomfortable. Like I was obviously worried about Duke, like when you texted because I am just a worrier. But like when I was thinking about him, like he's fine. Like if he's walking around and he's not wimpy. Yeah, after like yeah, it was just like the initial. I think he was shocked and like seeing him cry and like kind of like collapse into my arms like that broke me Bro- joe was like come on duke you're fine let's go and i'm literally like he's not when you fine. have children i'm so scared for you i told you i'm just gonna clone duke <laughs> my mom gets grand puppies well i what was i i was saying to my i was saying to mom i was like it's like when you really hurt yourself like you stub your toe or you like close your hand in the like car door or something like you can like break fingers well that. yeah but like it really fucking hurts. Like I, like it hurts, but 
we don't have to go to the hospital. Like we're fine. We whimper. Like think of how many times you've run, like hurt yourself. Also dogs have like very, I think dense bones. Cause that dog's head has to be <laughs> concrete at this point <laughs> with how often he bangs it like on corners <laughs> of tables. He's no depth perception at all. He does it. He literally will be looking one way and he just walking. He has and no like spatial awareness. He doesn't look. smacks his head. And we're like, dude, it this like dog. It has to. And it's always the corner of like a coffee table. Yeah. Like like dead center of the noggin. I'm like, oh, are you okay? Um, so this past weekend was Halloween. And oh. honestly, I dressed up as Alex Morgan. Carly did dress up as Alex Morgan. I was gonna be a sexy black cat, and then I was like, no, I so wanna be comfortable. We we weren't so to preface, we weren't originally dressing up. We were supposed to have an interview. That was going to be on Saturday night. That and was going to be today's podcast. Yeah, so. and that's okay. Well, well, it'll happen another time. But we were like, oh, great. Like, we, we don't have to worry about Halloween because we'll be technically working. So it's fine. It canceled last minute, like the day of. And we were like, okay, so what, what are we, we going to be? Carly's like, I'm going to be a sexy black cat. I was like, okay. Do you I have had yours? my leather pants, the ones that Maddie, like, <laughs> shit on. So I had those. And, and a bodysuit. In a bodysuit. She just had a black top and bottoms. I'm like, do you have ears? She's like, no. I'm like, okay, are you going to draw whiskers, whiskers on? on? She's I like, said, no. I don't want to break out. So no. <laughs> so like, so, so I would just, just going to wear black. <laughs> so I would dress as I do any other weekend. <laughs> Literally. And then I was going back and forth because I'm not a big Halloween person. Like I don't, I'm just, that's not my favorite holiday. I freaking love Thanksgiving. I love Christmas. Halloween could do without. Same. Yeah. I, I mean, it, I'm not, I don't have a creative bone in my body to like actually put effort into a costume. But here's the thing. This is what I was saying the other day. If it's a themed party, I'm all in. Yeah. But it's like Halloween is too many options of like being whatever you want. Yeah. And it's like, no, it's if, overwhelming. You, if you tell me it's a Catalina wine mixer party, then I'll go oh, all shit. out for that Catalina wine mixer. If you tell me it's a toga party, I'll go all out with that toga. But, but Halloween, too many options. I'm overwhelmed. I'll crumble. I'm a black cat. Okay. And then Carly was like, I'm Alex Morgan. She wore a Michelob Ultra so like Michelob soccer Ultra uniform. Sent me like this uniform in the mail. And I'm like, what the hell am I going to do with this? And then I've gotten before that I look like Alex Morgan. It's literally just the brown hair and blue eyes. Like yeah. I don't actually look like her, but she has brown hair and blue eyes. She's so cute. I, yeah. She, I mean, she's gorgeous. One guy came up to me and was like, Alex Morgan. I was like, yeah. He's like, She's hot. And I was like, thank, <laughs> like, thank you. Thank you. Was that like to me or to her? Like, I don't know. Well, you were her. So but yeah, it was thank you. you. Thank you. I appreciate you. You little angel. He was an angel. He was an angel. Yeah. But from like Black Sabbath. I, I have know. no idea. They were all just wearing dresses and we we're like, what's going on? Yeah. Um, I was Carol Baskin <laughs> and Nick was uh, exact, Joe Exotic. Joe Exotic. <laughs> uh, it was cringy AF and I will not be posting any photos of it. No, you have to. No, I can't. I'm going to. I look so bad. Um, I'm going to post them. No. Well, let me send you a photo because I have a photo of us that I don't absolutely hate me in. So I'd rather you post that one. <laughs> but I found my costume at Walmart. The shirt that I wore, I'm fairly certain Carol Baskin actually has it. Yeah. Like I, it was an identical replica. Nick looked just like Joe Exotic. I he really did. It was scary. Like if we have to post a photo, it's really of Nick. Nick stole the show. Like I was standing there and someone goes, flower child. I'm like, no, Carol Baskin. Like I'm wearing a size like XL, like double XL massive, like 
cheetah blue butterfly paisley shirt in this like wrap. Like I looked pretty horrible. It was pretty spot on though, but Nick stole the show. Joe Exotic stole the show. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so we did that and that was a really fun weekend. And then we did nothing yesterday. Yeah. Other than cry around our dinner table. <laughs> I was fragile. Carly's fragile. So let's get into this or that. I, I mean, hell yeah, hell no. Nah. Yes. Hell yeah, hell no. Nah. So this week we're, we haven't done a diet in a really long time. No, but I came across this one and I was like, let's do it. And it's called the dash diet, which is the dietary approaches to stop hypertension. And if you don't know what hypertension is, it is high blood pressure. So this is basically it's, um, marketed as healthy eating to lower your blood pressure. So it's targeting people, a specific population of people who suffer from high blood pressure and need to work on bringing it down because with high blood pressure comes a lot of other health issues. So Correct. this diet is for that. And it includes foods that are rich in potassium, calcium, and magnesium, and they help control the blood p pressure. The diet limit foods that are high in sodium, saturated fat, the diet limits foods that are high in sodium, saturated fat, and added sugars. So Yeah, the one thing that I really noticed about this one, which makes sense because sodium is really not good for high blood pressure, is it wants you to like cut your sodium in half. So usually we probably consume 2,300 milligrams a day, and they want you to do close to like 1,500 milligrams a day. Reading through it, so... The way that it continues to market itself, it's just like it's heart healthy and it's all about grains, vegetables, fruit, fat free or low fat dairy, lean meats, nuts, seeds, fats. So it's like the, the only way that they're kind of um, marketing it as is like healthy eating. And it's like, OK, that's fine. Um, and I feel like this one's very specific. It's so, kind of like um, when we did which diet was it? Not whole 30. Maybe it was whole 30 where, um, you have to no paleo. Is it paleo that you cut out foods and then reintroduce them? It was whole 30. So whole 30 is like very Carly's up standing up blowing her nose right now. Uh, whole 30 is when you take out all these foods and reintroduce them slowly to see if you're, you have like an intolerance to them. Dash diet that, like Whole30 was really specific. And I feel like Dash Diet is also, it's very like specific based on, do you have high blood pressure and do you need to kind of change the way you eat in order to affect that? Because often enough, high blood pressure, it can be genetic, but it's also very often caused by your diet. Um, yeah. So the pros, honestly, this isn't the worst. I hate that it's called a diet, obviously, but obviously it's a change also they're marketing as a change in lifestyle, which we're like Ugh. not obsessed with the way that that is phrased. Yeah. <laughs> so what? your throat made a noise again. No, I made that noise on purpose. Oh, I was like, Ugh. Oh, <laughs> that, that wasn't on purpose. Oh, I thought it was, or that was on purpose um, for the so, first time ever. <laughs> for the first time ever. <laughs> Last week I could actually hear it and I laughed really hard. So the pros that there are evidence-based health benefits. So people that have tried the diet has seen success in lowering hypertension. It's accessible, Exciting. it's flexible, nutritional balance designed for lifelong wellness. And it's also, unlike a lot, this one is backed by major health organizations. So there's a lot of organizations that actually say, okay, yes, this works. And I think that that helps 
it be okay a little bit more credible yeah and this one is actually on the newer side it was created in the 90s mm-hmm. so it 1997 like, i think yeah so it's as old as maddie is 24 i'm 24 years old um so basically there's more modern research with these diets yeah. which is why or i literally hate the word diet but with this specific dietary plan there's more modern research and more of like actual backed science between behind yes. the diet instead of just like oh only eat carnivore yeah. only eat vegetables only eat greens the only thing i looked up the cons of it kind of like why why would people shy away from it why would it not be super popular it's hard to maintain and i no think shit. it's i think with any diet like it's obviously not maintainable like no diet's maintainable yeah. because there's still, it, this one has very much less restriction than most diets that yeah. we've talked about, which I like. It's really not highly restrictive. There is calorie tracking, which I totally understand on a medical side. Like if this is something that you really need, do it. And that's fine. If your doctor says, hey, I really think you should start doing this. Okay. But if you're looking to do this, this is not about weight loss. Like this is not a plan designed for weight loss. So I feel like a lot of people that get into fad diets and I've seen a lot of articles about it where people flip flop from one to the other. Like there's this woman on TikTok, she goes from like keto to calorie restricting and calorie, um, I forget what it's called. It's like calorie looping or something where you go like a really high calorie day and a really low calorie, oh, carb cycling, carb cycling. So like there's, multiple fad fad diets and a lot of people latch onto one then once they plateau which often happens yeah they switch to another so this could happen with this one like people will see and be like oh I'll try it but it's not meant for weight loss no and it's also really not designed for everybody yeah so if you see it and if you hear someone talking about it and they're like oh my god I just did this and like I'm obsessed like talk to your doctor about it because it's designed for people with high blood pressure yeah. and hypertension. So probably don't do it. It's also not, there's no organized support. So it's not like Weight Watchers. Yeah. Like that's what they compared it to. And it's like uh, Weight Watchers, is a whole other thing, but we talked about yeah, it. it's, it's different, but they don't have like specific snacks by them. They don't, it's just not yeah. as easy to maintain in that sense. Like you can't ha- go to anyone and be like the bodily function is struggling right now. <laughs> so what we would probably say about this is definitely don't do it unless your doctor advises you to like, yes. I don't think any doctor would really advise you to do like keto or like carnivore, any of those diets. This might be the first diet we've reviewed that a doctor might actually be like, Hey, try it out. Yeah. Like yeah. if you have high blood pressure, this might be for you. Um, so unless you have that, honestly, just don't diet and go to a dietitian. If you feel like you're really struggling with finding a balance and like really fueling yourself correctly. We're, yeah. And we're also working to get an intuitive eating coach on the podcast. Um, because I feel like we had one already on, but we want to dive more into actually the science and backing behind intuitive eating. So Pay attention for that. That's going to be coming up. We did have someone reach out and ask about that. So yes, intuitive eating too. I've started to kind of do it because I don't know about you, Carly, but when I and Harley, you can chirp in too. I, if I like what I'm eating, it's far harder, far harder, much harder for me 
to stop eating it. If that makes sense. Like if I have a really delicious meal, say like, what's your favorite meal? Hurls. Mm. Crab rangoons. Okay. Crab sure. <laughs> what's yours? Uh, probably just pasta. Pasta. Okay. Very boring. Let's say, I don't even know. I have so many favorite foods, but I'll say pasta too. So like I, we have this amazing dish. Carly has like 400 crab rangoons in front of her. If I'm really enjoying it, I don't have as easy as an off switch as if I'm like, ah, oh, like I, I'm not obsessed with this meal, but like I'm hungry, like I'm going to eat it. So I used to, if I had it in front of me, I would just finish my plate because I'm like, oh, this is so good. This is so good. I don't care that I'm getting full. And now I've been trying to switch my mentality around it. And I'm like, okay, I really like what I'm eating, but I feel full after a half of my sandwich and some of like my sides. I'll save it for tomorrow and I can finish it then. But I don't like try to force myself to finish what's in front of me anymore, if that makes sense, which is like a part of intuitive eating. Mm. I think I've always eaten like that. Like I just stop when I get full. I don't. Because I hate the feeling of being like full to the brim. Really? Yeah. I'm not like that. I think the only way I like actually shove it down my gullet is like waffles. Like, <laughs> and then like if I want hot chocolate and then if I want like bacon, like yeah, that's like when I've felt like my fullest. But when it comes to like lunches or dinner, like I, I'm fine with being like, all right, I'm good. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I usually eat whatever's on my plate. Yeah. Yeah. I'm and the same way. I, and I feel like a lot of people are like that though, where they're like, we've been taught for so long, like don't waste your food. Yeah. And it's like Roger. <laughs> Roger hates waste. I think it's a dad thing. No, the other day I ordered crab rangoon. It is a dad thing. At though. the peak of me not feeling well, <laughs> I Uber eats them to my house. My dad, what? We have food in the house. I was like, it. You know what? I was craving crab rangoons. Roger, forgive me. Raj. So I, I order crab rangoons, but I ordered an extra side for this weekend. So when you ordered twelve. No, so I had like a meal and it came with three of them. And then I ordered like an extra six on the side. And so I ate the three plus one. So I had five left over. And this is like a math thing. (laughs) How many crab and goons does Carly have left? So anyways, I ate whatever the lunch and the three crab, four crab and goons. And then I was saving them for the weekend. I was like, we have an air fryer. I'll heat those babies up in the air fryer when I'm craving them this weekend. Delicious. I come home. Guess where the crab rangoons are? They're in Roger's stomach because you know what? <laughs> he doesn't like waste and he thought I was going to leave him sitting there for a week. And I was like, I understand because I do take leftovers home a lot and then never, never eat them. Eat, yeah. However, if it's crab rangoons, they're it's off limits. <laughs> they're off limits in the fridge. If I order them, if I Uber eats them to the house, that is where I draw the line. Crab rangoons. I, it's true. <laughs> but I feel like a lot like we we have been taught just in general like even going out to eat they're like do you want to wrap that up even if you don't finish and you're like just because I didn't finish my meal I feel like the pressure you have to finish it so it looks like you ate enough and it's like everyone's like everyone's amount of enough is different yeah so I feel like with intuitive eating it's like taking away that little you know devil on your shoulder being like you need to finish it so nothing goes to waste because you can always just save it and heat it up for lunch the next day. That's like my favorite thing to do with dinners especially. Yeah. Um, but we're gonna do like you said a whole day on it, and I we're gonna do one on gut health too. Same. Yeah. So we have, yeah we have a couple of things coming up, but we posted. So for that it's like a hell yeah ish for the. The oh, diet, the yeah, dash. I would honestly just say 
only hell yeah if if you have hypertension. Yeah, and if you go to your doctor and that's something that yeah. is prescribed. Well, I saw Dash diet and I thought it was like a Kardashian diet and that's why I looked it up. And, and you were like super excited about and it. And I was like, oh my God, what are they? <laughs> what diet With are they? With their sugar bear hair and yeah, detox like, tea. They're like, oh my God. What diet is this? So I thought it was going to be way more interesting and I looked it up and I was like, oh, this is kind of like useful to people. Yeah, so. Kim, Kim K is vegan. I don't know if you knew that. I didn't. She's we we've never talked about being vegan. Yeah, we definitely should. There's there's a lot of mixed reviews about being vegan, but I saw Kim K on TikTok because, you know, that's my favorite resource <laughs> for research. Oh. Um, she has two industrial kitchens in her house and like she obviously has a full kitchen staff. So that alone just shows it's a lot easier to be well, vegan. Well, I could be vegan too if I if had that. If I had that. someone just cooking for me every meal. I love a good veggie burger. Yeah. But you know what? It's pretty easy to make turkey burgers and chicken. Carly's so funny. What? She's like being vegan. I love a veggie burger. <laughs> <laughs> like there's so much else in being a vegan. And I was like... I love that's actually all they eat for every meal. Yeah. <laughs> that is all I'd be able to eat because I don't understand how they don't eat cheese. I eat American cheese by the slice. Well, like there's like vegan cheese, like cashews, milk, cheese, and like Carly, you could never. I could literally never. No. If your doctor like, was like, hey, look, you need to. And Carly's like, well, this is my last day on earth. She's like, I can't. <laughs> I won't. I won't be able to because. I won't eat any of the things that you like, how, how do you enjoy Bosox brownie ice cream being vegan? Well, you, you don't. You you don't. Yeah, <laughs> you you can't. That is You could make bananas. a vegan, like, the only qualm I have is a, a lot of vegan, like, dishes and foods have dates in them. And I don't like dates. Oh, like the actual, like, like, like what is it, a vegetable? Like date? the, a yeah. fruit. I thought you like, meant like it has expiration dates. So I was like, I think I hate to break it to you, I but think, I think normal food has that too. All foods have that, but like they use it as a natural sweetener. They're like, throw a couple dates oh in there. I'm like, God. vomit. They're, those aren't sweets. No. They're like a prune, basically. Like, ooh. Oh my God. Yeah, I could never. I follow a lot of vegans on TikTok. And nice. they, they, <laughs> that was my nose. That was my name. Oh my god! Bodily functions I, happening so right things now. Things are happening over in Carly's corner. Um, I posted question boxes on Built by Byron the other day, and we got a few. We got a couple, and we want to talk through a few of them because they actually are super relevant with us nearing the end of this year and also entering winter time. Oh yeah, I hate winter. So. Two different people said how to get out of a gym rut or when you feel burned out, how do you approach off days and getting back into it? So that is where we're going to focus on. We do have an episode about this, like kind of like a year ago, probably a year around the same time, like November, like one of our first couple. Yeah. And we, we just want about just like motivation though, like yeah. inspiring. And that's like what we kind of want to address now. I can say from a point of view of coming back from an injury because that is where my rut has kind of been. And I talked about this a couple of weeks where I was like in a rut. Yeah. And I feel like everyone's in a rut right now. I, I think so too. I actually feel less in a rut. Like I, I was feeling better with my ribs, with my back. And then I got sick and I was like, are you fucking kidding me? I just want to do a workout. I like think it's once. your body telling you like, okay, well, even though you're better, don't go full throttle. Yeah. Well, anyways, <laughs> so 
I, cause I do go balls to the wall. That's my problem. I've learned though, that you need to be okay when you're getting back into working out that you're not going to PR the first time you're back. You got to be okay that you're going to be lifting lighter. You're going to be doing less cardio. You're going to be getting out of breath easier. And you have to learn how to accept that and be like, okay, it's, this is okay. I'm going to build on this, but at least I'm starting. Totally. And that's my hardest thing. I, Equally, that is hard for me to wrap my head around. I hate feeling out of breath. I hate feeling like I'm out of shape and that discourages me and I'll do it once and then I'll be like, okay, I don't want to work out for another week because I'm going to be sore for four days. I'm going to be out of breath again. And so that's like where the rut continues. However, when you're getting into it, you need to continue with it. So maybe make a schedule at the beginning of the week, like Monday, Wednesday, Friday this week, I'm going to work out. I'm going to do cardio on Monday. I'm going to do strength training Wednesday, and I'm going to do a little half and half on Friday. And I'm going to give myself the other days off to rest, to recover. And then maybe the next day, the next week, I'll add in a fourth day of working out. Yeah. So you, you need to approach it with grace. Yeah. I think with ruts, I feel like I've still been in one and it's been same thing as you. It's like, Oh, I feel good today. I'm going to work out. I work out next day. I wake up, barely can move because I'm so sore or I'm nervous since I'm sore. I'll re injure myself. And one thing I think with people that aren't coming back from an injury, say you were on a really good gym grind. And then all of a sudden you took a week off cause you had to travel or life got in the way. Yeah. Life got in the way. And now you're like, Oh, that week off though was freaking hella nice. Like it was so nice being out, like having the extra time and you're not inspired anymore to go. I think with that kind of gym rut, you need to find something that excites you, like a new workout routine, a new program to follow, a new exercise, a new goal. Like, Oh, I haven't done that machine or I have not done that move yet in the gym. I want to go work on it. Yeah. And I think for me, at least too, and I don't know about you, Carly, like that really helps me. If I get excited about a new move or a new program or programming in the gym, I get excited. Me too. Yeah. So especially when you're in a gym rut like that, I challenge you to try to find maybe a workout buddy or some, someone to be like, Hey, I'll program for you. Like we do that, by I the way. I was going to say, we, we do that for a couple of our college students and a couple um, people who were training with us and then went abroad for a couple months. Yeah. We write programs for them so they can stay inspired at the gym and stuff. And if that, like, if that's what you are looking to do and you're like, I don't want the personal training. I belong to a gym, but I want to spice up my routine. Yeah. We do that. Yeah. Side so, note. Side <laughs> note. And then um, when off days come around and like, how do you get that momentum back? That's definitely hard. I feel like, cause I don't know. I feel like Sundays are always my day off. Same. And then on no Monday I'm like, oh, I really don't want to. Um, again with the finding something new to try, I think is huge, but also just remembering that, you know, if you only do things here in there, like once every other couple of weeks, consistency is the only way you'll see progress mm -hmm. and reminding yourself that it's okay to take breaks, but if you're really striving for this goal, you do have to remain consistent. I find, I find that people get so frustrated because they want instant results. And I'm, I'm the same way. I eat healthy one day and I'm like, <laughs> where's my six pack? You know what Just I mean? Like 
Yeah. Well, I do one round of front squats. I'm like, where, where's my ass? Like yeah. I thought it was going to be bigger the second it, and it, it is true. You need to be consistent with it. And I'd say if you're, cons- if you want that fat ass, go at it for two months. And if it doesn't happen, then get a BBL. I'm just oh kidding. Oh my God, Carly. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> literally like, holy shit. Maddie's literally like, you're kicked off this podcast. I'm done. No, I'm totally kidding. That I just thought that would be funny. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, so don't do that. Don't do that. If you stay consistent, it's going to happen. Yeah. More than two months. You gotta, you gotta keep going. The people... That I find who work with us who really, really see results after coming to us two to three times a week, they're seeing it after four months, five months, six months. That's when they're like, my clothes are fitting different. I'm yeah. like, I'm noticing like three to five months is like the, the sweet, sweet spot. spot. Yeah. Because one month isn't enough for you to see a change, It's but it's enough for you to be like, like feel it, feel the strength. Yes. You're not going to see anything, but you're going to feel it. I, we have clients who've been working with us for like one, one and a half months now. Yeah. And they're like, I'm so freaking strong. And I'm like, I know. Well, and they, might not see immediate visual changes, but they're like, I just feel more energized. I feel more confident. I feel like, you know, just happier in my own skin. And it's real. There's really something to be said about lifting heavy shit and being like, I'm a fucking badass. Like I am a badass. And there's this misconception that especially women like aren't meant to lift heavy. And we're trying to crack that stereotype. That's not true. And when, a lot of our clients are women. Um, when they come in and they lift really heavy, they walk out and feel unbelievable. Yeah. Like they I can mean, do anything. And for example, one of our clients who's been coming for, to us for like five to six months now, she just went through a big move and she was like, yeah, I was able to carry everything and like not have to like ask for a ton of help because I was able to do it because yeah. I'm strong. And we were like, hell yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, like that's, that's the results that, so that's what you should be working towards and like keeping your eye on that prize. Like if you want to feel stronger, if you want to feel more energized, like in the moment when you set that alarm in the morning to get up for the gym or if after work you're like, you have your gym bag ready, but you're like, oh, I just want to go home go, and make yeah. dinner. Just think of the end goal. Think of pretty much like how you're going to feel after it because leading up to it, you're never going to be like, I'm so freaking excited. Like yeah. you have to think of how you're going to feel right after it and you're going to feel amazing. Yeah. And like I said, if you're not feeling excited, figure out why and see if you can change it. Yeah. Like I know a lot of our clients that walk through the door, they're like, to be honest, like I love coming here, but today I wasn't looking forward to it because I'm tired. And I'm like, I promise you'll feel better after. And they do. Like you said, yeah. they always do. Um, but yeah, just kind of figure it out. Figure out what makes you more excited to move what your body. What sets your soul on fire? Yeah, what sets it on fire? Yeah. And then also don't feel like you have to work out every day. Just point blank. You don't have to work out every day. Don't work out every day. Don't worry. We're telling you don't. <laughs> Take a day of recovery at least one, if not two. If not three. I feel like if you're working out three times a week and maybe That's more walking, than most. walking, taking a walk, walking your dog, whatever, one of one of those other days, you're doing just fine. And that's a lot of what our clients, like most of our clients that are seeing really incredible results right now, they come three times a week, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. And I, a lot of them 
they might do one other thing on top of it. Maybe not. Or they come twice a week and then go to your circuit class yeah. for like the group fitness aspect. Right. And you or know, come to my spin class. Right. It's like three to four max. And if you're just consistent on that amount of time and that frequency, we're not telling you, you have to work out every day for an hour, lift and cardio and abs and everything. Like you don't have to do that. You just have to find something that works for you, that inspires you, gets you excited, and you just have to show up. And just move your body. Show up. Bada bing, bada boom. So honestly, the this or that this week um, is kind of on brand for what we're doing. It was, I kind of went for a myths, like a true or false situation. Um, do you want to pull it up? Yes. The first one, I have a bone to pick with you. What? You should stretch before you work out. Because this is a trick question. It is a trick question. Dynamic stretching, absolutely welcomed. Yes. Static stretching, no. Uh, well, yeah, it was a trick question. So, so is it true or false? So it's true. You should, but with stretching in general, I think most people think of stretching as, um, just like, oh, I'm gonna do like a hip flexor, like a static stretch, like a forward fold. I'm going to do a hip flexor stretch. Dynamic stretching is like high knees and like karaoke and like leg Zombie swings kicks. and yeah. stuff like that. And you have to, you, if you're going to do a stretch before working out, you have to be doing dynamic warmups because yeah. a static stretch is not going to cut it before no. a workout. No, it it's, most people think that um, you like shouldn't or should like a lot of people think you should, but I think a lot of people think it's static stretching yeah. versus dynamic. So that's the only reason why I was like, oh, so why'd she put this? Because if people are going to say true because they think it's static. Yeah. But that's why I wanted people to listen and be like, oh, shit. Dynamic. I hope, I hope they all listen. I hope they all listen. <laughs> uh, 200 of you better freaking listen up. <laughs> um, all right. So 135 people said true. And then 30 people said false. And I'm guessing the people who said false were probably in on the dynamic stretching. Maybe. But dynamic stretching sells the word stretch in it. Yeah. I didn't even vote that one because I didn't know what to answer. I'm like, if I don't know what you meant by it. So. Well, that's it's. That's the one question. Like that's obvious. That's why it's posted. Lifting will make you bulky. False. False. So it's the one of the worst like fitness myths out there. And unfortunately, as trainers, I've experienced this question from everyone. so many times. And it's because I think we're we're like taught that it's going to make you bulky as you grow up as a female. They're like, well, you don't want to lift too heavy because you might look kind of bulky. And I'm like, what the fuck does that even mean? Yeah. You mean I'll look stronger? Like, so I think people get weight lifting, like lifting and but functional I also fitness. Think that has to do a lot with CrossFit too, because people will see like CrossFit bodies and they'll be like, oh, they lift really heavy. So that makes them bulky. And it's, well, I think they're confusing like power lifting. Yes. And, like just functional fitness and weight, like lifting weights. Yeah. No, a hundred percent. That's what I'm saying. Cause people will see people who like do cross and they're like, well, they're, they're really shredded. strong. Yeah. And they're like, well, I, I just don't want my arms to get too big. And like, 
in you, my thigh. You, like bodybuilders. That's what people are thinking. Like people look at a bodybuilder and they're like, well, they lift weights. And I'm like, honey, they lift like 450 pounds deadlift off the ground. Yeah, like, I know. What in what day of Your the week? 65 you, pounds isn't going to do that to I was you. like, what day of the week are you ever going to have to deadlift 425 pounds? <laughs> Never. Like what we do is functional fitness to make you stronger and live your life easier. Not that. So it is false. It It's... It's going to make you stronger and your muscles may become more apparent, but it's not going to like, your muscles not going to like grow on top of each other. And like, like your body's still your body. So based on your build, your build's not going to change like crazy if you start lifting weights. Next question. 164 people said false. Five people said true. I love that energy. Um, Osteoporosis is only found in older people. What did you say? I said true. That's false. I didn't realize. Damn, Kaka. So I'm glad you said true because I feel like this one was definitely one of like the most. Hurley, what did you say? I said false. I don't know. It just kind of seemed like it was getting at that. Yeah, I know. But there, look at this list of people who said true. Damn. Yeah, no, like, so osteoporosis is just the deterioration of, like, your bones and the weakening of your bones. And if you don't load your bones, like, if you're a sedentary individual, you can develop osteoporosis before the age of, like, 50. Like, and it's it's common, more common in elderly people because, obviously, as you age, a lot of people end up moving less. But that's why, as you age, it's more important to lift and do resistance training. All right. Yeah. 148 said false. Six people said true. Wait, I wasn't on there. Did you not vote? I did vote. I don't know. Okay, next one. Muscle weighs more than fat. So, this one, actually, how many people said true? 142. So... I read about this and I was like, shit, I did not even think of it this way. Muscle does not weigh more than fat because a pound of muscle and a pound of fat are the same. Obviously, one pound of feathers is one pound of bricks. Duh. Which it changes the way you think about it, right? Because you're like, fuck, how have I been thinking about this this whole time? So muscle is denser than fat. So if like, you have more muscle, it's going to weigh more, more than, than fat. fat. Yes. But if you have the same amount of muscle and the same amount of fat, they're going to weigh, weigh the, the same. same. Yeah, I get so, that. And it's honestly, I felt like this one would be kind of like mind blowing for yeah, a lot of I people. Just literally had like a, a little literal like holy <laughs> shit, because that's what we've been told. Yeah. Our whole like, oh, don't worry about it. Muscle weighs more than fat. Yeah, don't worry. And it's still stands like when people are like but I see no change in my like for people that weigh themselves and rely on that like to see a a number on the scale which I don't like doing for myself but everyone's different if they're not seeing that change the reason behind that could be because muscle is denser and when you're building that extra muscle and losing fat that increase in volume of muscle in your body can outweigh that loss in fat. Yeah. If that makes sense. So I think it'd be, it's super cool because majority thought it was true. Yep. But they, 
they are the same. Just one is denser than the other. Got it. 142 for true, 20 for false. Last but not least, lactic acid is what makes muscles sore. True. True. True, true, true. True, James. So lactic acid is... The lactic buildup in your muscles. Yes. So when you do really, really high intensity stuff, it's it builds up and that's what makes you sore. And the best way to deal with lactic acid buildup is actually foam rolling, Theragun. I like to cup as well. And that's going to help recovery. So I just know in swimming, like we would do lactate sets, which were meant to build up as much possible lactic acid in your body at once. Ask me how much I hated that. I loved them. They were my favorite. I hate. I like sprinting. I like having to. But when we did 200s, like that was the worst ever. Think about it this way. You walked into a practice and like by the time I got to swim, they're like, all right, you have 20 minutes to warm up, do whatever you want. I would just like fuck around. I'd like do some dolphin kicks underwater and be like, okay, I'm warm. No, I hate like, it. Cause I hated getting the water being told I had to swim for two hours straight and then get out. And I was like, what? And this one at least I'd be able to get out, put around. Yeah. No. And only have to swim like eight 100s really, really fast. But that's all I had to do. Yeah. 800 yards. Yeah, but it was like at full speed. Yeah, and they took all your times and like where everyone was watching you. Yeah, no, and they would always put me up against my roommate. We were both backstrokers, and she was a phenomenal backstroker. And she, uh, yeah, so I would just like feel pressure, and then we'd go home, and there'd be like tension in the house, and I was like... Lactate practices did often cause tension because we're like, how the fuck did she go that fast? Yeah, in practice, practice. I'm like, she definitely wasn't trying like (laughs) during this set yesterday because she went way too fast today because I was beating her in the set yesterday. Like literally, swimming is yeah mental. But but 136 people said true and 18 said false. And that concludes the episode for today, friends. Thank you so much for tuning in. We haven't gotten a rate or a review in a very long time. So it'd, minute. it'd be really nice if um, you lift, you listen and you love it and you leave a little cute, fun, flirty review. Maybe rating. the next four new reviews. The next yeah. new four reviews. Gets a BBB bo- beanie? Yes. We'll buy you a BBB bo- beanie. Wow, why can I say that? If you want a beanie, and Hurley, I don't see any reviews from you on our our thing. Well, I mean, I got to stay indifferent to all my podcasts. Or you just have to rate and review all of them. I could, yeah. (laughs) I I once did that one day. I went through everyone's Everyone's podcast here, and I left a review and a five-star rating. Well, how about that? Isn't that so nice of me? Our own producer hasn't even (laughs) reviewed ours. Has Nick? Has Joe? Obviously not. I don't think they even have an Apple podcast, like, login. Yeah. Um, but the next four people, one, two, three, four, you have to DM us a screenshot. And I'm sorry if you already have left a, re- a review. You are disqualified. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just kidding. You you can still DM us how for about, that. How about for a different like thing? All the people who already left us a review gets put into a. How about they have to repost an episode? Oh, if you repost an episode. Yep. We'll throw you all into a raffle to win a beanie. But the next four new people to leave a review, you get a beanie. Bada bing, bada boom. Or you can do it on your mom's phone if you've already left one. Oh, yeah. Or your brother's. Yeah, just steal your boyfriend's, your girlfriend's. Yes, literally. Your cat's phone. I don't know. Your little brother's phone. I I don't really care. Just log in. 
Leave a raving review. <laughs> it's got to be five stars. Got to be five. <laughs> all right. And all right. so that's all for today, folks. Have a great week. And we'll see you next time on Eat the Damn Cake. Bye. 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 <laughs>